Hello, and welcome to The Writing Forge, where we discuss tips and tricks for honing your writing. I'm Bonnie. I'm Miranda. And we're your hosts. Let's get get into it. Welcome to this episode of The Writing Forge, everyone. I'm Bonnie. I'm Miranda. And today we have Stina Branson with us. We're going to talk about NaNoWriMo to help you get ready in November. But before we get started, why don't you let us know um, how you got to where you are in the writing world today? Well, I probably first thought that I might want to be a writer when I was seven. My school district sent all third graders to a kid lit festival, and I met Donald J. Sobel, who is the author, or was the author of the Encyclopedia Brown Mysteries. And I, I just, I thought that was amazing, and I was inspired. And then I didn't really do anything with that until... <laughs> Uh, Many years later, and in the 1990s, I was living in Springfield, Missouri, and I joined Sleuth Sync, which uh, at the time was a chapter of Sisters in Crime, and uh, I, I was, it was very active, it was a great community, and I published a, a string of Uh, short stories and some poetry and some essays and then I moved away from Missouri and I was out of the loop for a long time and then I moved to Colorado and northern Colorado has such a vibrant writers community and so I've been getting out there again and getting some things published and and submitted and of course NaNoWriMo has been a huge part of that. I realized maybe I should have started out by saying National Novel Writing Month instead of just using the (laughs) acronym to get started. But that's that's what we're talking about, National Novel Writing Month. So let's just start. What what is it? What is NaNoWriMo? So like we just explained, National Novel Writing Month. (laughs) True, I suppose it's in the name. Um, it's where a group of writers get together and try to write a quote unquote novel in a month. The actual goal is about 50,000 words in, I believe there's 30 days. Yes, 30 days. Okay. I don't want to say the wrong thing and then (laughs) have people go, oh, how many days are in November for the rest of my life? Every time I always run through the little, little, whatever (laughs) in my head. Yeah, exactly. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so it's to write 50,000 words in 30 days, which comes out to be 1,660, well, it's 66 points. Oh, yeah, good point. (laughs) It's decimal points, but they round up to 67,000 words. No, I, sorry. Yeah, the whole number, 1,667 words, not 67,000 words. Although I know people who have written that. Those people. (laughs) those people. It's probably you guys. I'm not those people. I always get to the end of November and I'm like, 50,001 words, done. <laughs> I think one year I went over by like 200 words just because. <laughs> I felt like it. Yeah. A uh, bit of trivia. The first one was actually in July, which has oh. 31 days. Oh, there you oh. go. And then because it was apparently started by people who were not middle-aged women expected to produce Thanksgiving dinner, they <laughs> moved it to November. Uh, yeah, I hear a lot of complaints about about it being in November, the people in school and and so forth. But so so November is National Novel Writing Month, but the NaNoWriMo organization also hosts Camp NaNo in 
March and July? I think April. it's April, April and June. Okay, I'm totally July. wrong. I, I haven't done we'll get the right. in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I'm 90% sure it's April and July. Somewhere in there. So anyway, there are other options. Um. So let's. So Miranda set us up. It's the sixteen hundred sixty-seven words a day. What are the other rules, Stina? Well, the only real rule. Well, there are like terms of service for you know, participating in the community and not harassing people sure. and things like yes. that. But the only real rule is to produce fifty thousand words in the month, and. Um, and there, there are some purists. You will occasionally find a purist who insists, no, it has to be fiction. It has to be in a novel format. It can't be a collection of short stories. Uh, every one of us, though, knows somebody who has been a nano rebel. Yes. And there are no nano police. There's no <laughs> one going to cart you away to nano jail. Um, so, Yeah, so I, I guess... Another maybe quote unquote rule is sometimes people are like, you have to start a fresh novel in November. And I certainly have not always done that. Yeah, um, that that is some of the purists will say, no, it has to be a new thing and you can't continue something else or you can't edit something else. And um, I know a lot of people who break those rules. <laughs> yes. So they talk about um, winning nano and that's that's you win nano if you get the 50,000 words. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was going to say that the second time that I won Nano, I was finishing the book, uh, quote unquote, finishing <laughs> the book that I started, um, the first Nano that I won. Um, I, I, I skipped the middle part of that book and just wrote the ending because I was tired of having spent two Nanos on it. So I was like, this is what happens at the end. I'll figure out how I get there later. Yeah. And I've done things like one one year i i took all of my little bits and bobs my little notes of story ideas and and i just i started at the top and i would just write on that one until i was written out on it and then i would go to the next one and i would write on that and nice nice i've known a couple of people who have done a series of short stories and so i think I remember right. All of the short stories were supposed to add up to fifty thousand words at the end. Um, I've known other people who took it as like a thirty-day poem challenge, where they had to write a poem every day of NaNoWriMo. I've seen. It's it's ultimately it is a tool, and yeah. it is a tool for you to utilize to help you write. And so, however that works, hang the rules. <laughs> yeah, I've even seen computer programmers writing code. Yes. And I feel like, too, sometimes people are like, well, I didn't win Nano and be all sad. And, okay, it, it can be sad not to win. But I always say, like, if you wrote any words because of the month that you weren't going to otherwise write, like, that's a win. Yes. So get getting to 20,000 words, don't be like, ah, I only got to 20,000 words. That's 20,000 words you hadn't written before. Like, that's awesome. That's, that's not a small amount. There's yeah. about 250 words per page. Yeah. And so that's still... I can't math. That's still <laughs> a like, lot of pages. It's still lots of pages, y'all. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's talk a little bit about keys to NaNoWriMo success. Are we talking about, I guess, success as in writing the 50,000 words? Success as in writing the 50,000 words. So success, our keys to success or keys in general? Yeah. What you use, what other people use. Yeah. 
because I treat it like a race, (laughs) or at least I have the last couple of years, because I've been busy with uh, life and a lot of other a lot of other things going on during the same month, which I'm sure a lot of other people also <laughs> have. But like the first two weeks of the last couple of years, I have treated it as a race. It's like, okay, how fast can I get to 50,000 words? Because I am going to have zero time at the end of the month. And so I need to hit this like as quickly as possible, which doesn't always happen and leads to lots of run-on sentences. But... <laughs> <laughs> but but That's, I think that might be a better, like, I always fall behind. Like, the first couple of days I'm good, and then I fall behind, and then I have to, like, I think the second time that I won Nano, I wrote, like, 12,000 words the last day because I was, Whoa. like, <laughs> maybe it wasn't that much. It was a lot because um, I was so far behind, and I was, like, there's no way I'm going to do it. And then I was, like, but I'm so close. Let me just get it out there. Let me push through. Yeah. Uh, I don't recommend that method. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're a fan of punishing yourself. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay, it's not a punishment for everyone. I'm sure there's lots of it's people true. who like to write in giant bursts like that. I do not. Um, so, I feel like it's also important to define your own terms of success. Yes. And, you know, there's obviously the, the official win, but... Is it a win for you if you get 20,000 words or um, just to see how many words you can write before you have to start Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, One of the – I like that the NaNoWriMo website gives you badges for accomplishing different things. And there's one for just writing every day. And sometimes that's where I'm like – Badges. Badges. So I really like the the badge that says you wrote every day. And so that is a – is a good way to to define your success. If you wanted to write every day, then you can do that. Um, I, that for me personally, a lot of the I, I tried Nano a few times, just completely on my own, and failed. I don't even think I got past like the first couple of days. And then as soon as I discovered the um, local Fort Collins group, that was when I actually won for the first time. And I think one of the biggest things was um, they have competitions, games. Um, uh, in one, you you the first year that I did it, we were divided into the four Hogwarts houses, and um, based on how much you wrote, would help your team do better. And so that for me, that was the biggest thing. Like I have to keep writing. I think that was why I wrote the like ten thousand words the last day because I was like, my team needs me. If I don't write <laughs> these words, we're gonna lose. And I think we did win. So nice. Are we in different houses? I don't think you were in my house. I don't know. I remember someone at the party afterwards being like, you're the one. We were going to win, and then you wrote so many words. And I was like, sorry. That might have been me. It might have been you. (laughs) I don't remember. That was a while ago. That was when we met. That was. Yeah. And then we started the writing group. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a thing that our local chapter does is they have different challenges. So they have, it's called the dice challenge. And you roll a D4, a four-sided die for time, and then you get to pick your level of difficulty up to a 20-sided die. And whatever number pops up, you times that by 10, and that's how many words you have to write in the amount of time that uh, was determined by the first roll. And so I know that's kind of fun because, one, I get to play with dice. And then, two, <laughs> uh, because then I'm trying to beat the clock. So I know that those, those kinds of challenges really help me. 
Yeah, and I think it it's good to to determine what sorts of incentives really speak to you and make you want to write more. And are there any in particular that speak to you? Uh, I I really like the dice challenge. I, I like that, and the box of doom can be good too. <laughs> All right. So for our listeners, what's the box do? Uh, the box of doom. It's it's a box, a shiny box of <laughs> popsicle sticks that have little challenges written on them, as sort of like the dice rolls, but uh, things like, you know, you have twenty minutes to write five hundred words, and there there are levels of difficulty, uh, different levels of difficulty there. So. One year, um, I pulled out, I think it was 1,500 words in 15 minutes, 10 minutes, something incredibly fast. Um, yeah, I did not succeed, but I pulled that same stick out like three times, and, and so it like, became a personal challenge. I was like, all right, I'm destined to beat it. I never did, but like trying to beat that got me a lot of words written. <laughs> That's progress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Try again. Try again. <laughs> Um, so what are some of the things that you do to prepare for NaNoWriMo? Well, every book um, every book that I write, I start with just a, a brain dump. So I keep – I in the months leading up to NaNo, I just keep stuffing stuff into my brain. So a lot of what I do is reading – uh, texts, uh, not usually nonfiction texts about the subject or subjects that I'm going to be dealing with. So it could be something on, you know, Victorian etiquette. And I'm not reading for accuracy because a lot of times I write steampunk for Nano, and there I'm not going for historical accuracy as much as I'm going for historical flavor. Mm-hmm. So reading a lot of nonfiction that gives me ideas of things that I can then tweak in my novel. Um, I do some outlining in my head, but I tend to I tend to be a bit of a pantser in nano and and that's one of the things is turning off the that internal editor mm. because most of the time when I'm writing, I do edit as I go. Mm-hmm. So for Nano, you don't really want to do that. Because um, you're on the time crunch. Yeah, you've got that time crunch. So you're you're not wanting to delete anything. You're not wanting to back up and, and think about your word choice for 20 minutes. Uh, you want to just get things on the page. Now, I want to back up a little bit because you said pantser. Um, Miranda, you're a pantser? I am trying not to be, but yes. <laughs> so tell us what a pantser is. A pantser is, oh, I'm trying to remember the term term. Uh, from the seat of your pants. It's right. It stems from the seat of your pants, and that's where pantser comes from. But it's a creative... What is it? Oh, discovery writer. Discovery writer. I was gonna say creative instigator, and I know that is completely <laughs> Whoa, I don't know what wrong. That is. <laughs> which I also am, but <laughs> that's stories for another day. Um, so yeah, that's the term you just said again. Discovery. <laughs> discovery writer. Yes, I am a discovery writer and not a plotter. But yes, the term pantser comes from writing by the seat of your pants, whereas a plotter 
comes from plotting, plotting out your novel ahead of time. And then a planter oh. is someone who plots out the major points but not how to get there. Hmm. And so that okay. you know where they're going, um, but there's still a lot of creative room in getting there. And if anything, I'm probably more of that one because I usually have a pretty solid idea of like the big beats that I want to hit, but a lot of times I end up taking a left turn at Albuquerque instead of the right one. And so... So are you then... I'm probably more of a planter um, because I do... It, but I don't really commit it to paper. Mm. I have all of this like running around in my head and, you know, getting into fist fights. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so then it's sort of a... A relief to have that first day of November it ticks over to midnight and and then I can go and I can just dump everything that's been running around in my brain onto the page and and so that's uh, so I guess technically I do plot but I then just kind of dump it Mm-hmm. So it's it's it is utter chaos, <laughs> um, and that's another thing that um, is really a struggle for me at times is to just get it out there and just move on, and not worry about things being correct or the way I want it. Um, I think it's it's really hard, um, especially for new writers, to understand that. Yes, your first draft is not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Or if it is, well, I mean, you're a unicorn. Congratulations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but most for most of us, yeah. The, that first draft is going to be garbage. But it's not garbage in that it gets the creative juices flowing, it gets your ideas down where you can then fix them or play with them. It's the shoveling sand into the sandbox metaphor. Right. Um, so that way you can then build a sandcastle. Yeah. And then you can edit it, which <laughs> I'm always happy about. <laughs> yeah. But you, Bonnie, you're a plotter. Yes. Like full on. Well, that's actually what I, I discovered that because of nano, I, the first two times I did nano, I tried to be a pantser. Well, I just assumed that was how you write. I don't even think I even fully knew that there were differences. And then it slowly started to tick that, like, when I wrote things for school, then if I planned, then it went better. And so the third time that I won nano, I, I started with an outline. I wrote it down. It wasn't super long. Like, I know some people will have, like, 20 – I think Heather said she had, like, 20,000 words of an outline. I had, like, two pages. Um <laughs> But it was so much easier for me. So I think I think that's something to think about if you're looking at doing nano, like which which way, like let me try the other way. Maybe I thought I was this, but I'm actually more of this and, and play with it and see what works best for you. Um, so we talked a little bit about community and I, I wanted us to talk about how do you find, how do you find other NaNoWriMo participants? Well, there's the nanoramo.org website, and for a lot of people, you can just go there, and there are the forums, and there's the the ML, which is the municipal liaison, um, and you can contact them and find out what activities are going on in your area. However, for a lot of people, that is not really an option because a lot of areas geographically are 
kind of isolated and don't have a writing community. Because they're broken into geographical areas, right? Like- right, right. So um, so at that point, you can, um, you can use the website to find another geographical area that might maybe some place where you went to school or used to live. And if it's more active, you can contact those people and of course now we have in the age of zoom yeah. yes. um, it's much easier to um, to participate remotely and and then if if that fails then um, there's always you know just cyberspace and finding a community in cyberspace but if you do want to go locally um, contact other writers groups in the area if there are any, or even uh, through any local schools, colleges, or if you have kids through your kid's school and see if, because the NaNoWriMo does have a youth writing program. Yeah, I have a friend who, she's just graduating from high school this year, and she's done NaNo for like three years, and she's won every time, and I'm just like, you are impressive to How? With finals? Right? Oh my (laughs) goodness. (laughs) All right. Well, I, well, oh, sorry, just to quickly piggyback off of that. Also, don't be afraid to start your own because just because there aren't writing resources in your area, like if, if it's something that you really want and you really want to have it locally, like strike out. Not that I can talk a whole lot. Like I've joined my writing organization, but I haven't created one. But like you got to start somewhere. I do so. think writers underestimate how many other writers there are out there and around them. And so once you start talking about it, you'll find more people. And recruit non-writers. Oh, yes. Maybe they don't know their writers yet. That's a good one. I like that. All right. Well, I think that's all our time for today. Oh, okay. That was so quick. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about Nano forever. I really could. <laughs> um, uh, Today's question is, have you participated, excuse me, today's question is, have you participated in NaNoWriMo before? And if you have, are you a part of your local group or a different one? Well, and then my question was, if you want more NaNoWriMo friends, share your username in our socials and we'll add you and we can be buddies. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks. Stay sharp, my friends. Thanks for joining us, Stina. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yes. Thank Thank you you so much for joining us, Christine. Thank you for having me. Stay sharp, my friends. That's all the time we have for today, folks. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Writing Forge, an NCW podcast brought to you by Nagano Press. To learn more about The Writing Forge and our parent company, Northern Colorado Writers, be sure to check out our website at northerncoloradowriters.com. Check out our social links in the description. You can subscribe to The Writing Forge wherever podcasts are aired. If you like this episode, you'd really help us out by rating and reviewing. If you're looking for more informational writing content, be sure to become an NCW member. Stay sharp, my friends. Thank you.